0: you're listening to roll plus heart my name's jen blundell and with me as always are
1: bex watson playing fairly weaver
0: sarah keith playing grace tamblin and helen gaffney playing anita theakston today we are continuing our game of brindlewood bay On last week's episode our three Mavens faced off against a monstrous figure that had broken into Anita's kitchen at midnight. We see Grace throwing a slow cooker of hot scouse at the creature, scalding her own arm in the process. We see Anita breaking into the kitchen, pulling Grace to safety and bolting the kitchen door shut behind them. We see Kevin pulling up in his people carrier as the Mavens huddle in a dark doorway in the centre of town. And then we see them sharing a hug outside Grace's secret bird hide down on the beach. And lastly, After a night spent huddled in the hide, we see the three mavens emerge at dawn and walk up to Bovril Castle, preparing for a break-in. And that's where we open this week's episode.
2: So I assume that um, the area directly around the castle isn't like, my brain's just like (laughs) turned off and been like, I'm not going to give you the word you're looking for
0: residential um. no no so i envisage both so the town of bovril upon sea is between the two cliffs sort of as cliffs come down towards the water there's a natural bay there and that's where bovril has been born started to spread you know a little up the hills but mostly out to, it's funneled out towards the inland area but perched on uh one of the cliffs uh, where there's no resi- other buildings around it's the ruins of bovril castle it's half it's not too badly preserved for a, a an English castle but okay. it's up there and it's just surrounded by you know grass that they probably keep mown because I'm sure people I'm sure there's some um there's probably some fencing at some point saying stay or there's some signs being like careful of the cliff they uh yeah they keep the general national trust is responsible for like the 50 meters either side of the castle so they keep it mown
2: <laughs> beyond that wilderness beyond that
0: depends on who it belongs to I guess
2: okay so it's, it's probably maybe easy enough for us to get definitely up to the castle but what about into the castle jen is everything mm-hmm. locked
0: up yes because it is about 4 a.m on a uh, midsummer's day and you want to break in standard we they sure do you sure do i think you can probably get into the main Courtyard, the sort of grassy courtyard of the castle by just doing a little bit of climbing. So we'll see. Okay, well, well my question was going to (laughs) be
2: Are there any parts where the walls have kind of crumbled away or been damaged that have like fencing, like metal fencing across them? Just because I do have, I assume I at least grabbed my like the stuff that I always have on me on the way Mm -hmm. out. I do have secateurs. from it's my like garden oh, yeah, so i could yeah. get us through any you know like what? fencing or, or wiring kind of situations
0: let's have you roll a move and i'll let you okay. roll it with advantage for use by using you can use that item okay to roll it with advantage which means you'll roll 3d6 and take the two highest ones and i think I'm torn about whether, it, I think it's poss- probably still night move because you're breaking in. Yeah, sure. It's, it's like dawn, daylight, but it's not it. daytime. It's technically <sighs> daylight, but it's not actually daytime. Okay. So um, it's like yeah. daytime. Dawn time.
2: So what am I, what am I rolling
0: with? Mm, what do you think? Um let me have a look at them. I don't
2: again. know, maybe like vitality. It is like a physical, you know, like having to like cut yeah, through. It could
0: be dexterity. Yeah, vitality covers dexterity. So yeah. So sure okay. Roll um 3d6 for the night move plus vitality. Do I need to tell you what might go wrong? <laughs> mhm. I guess worst case scenario it's alarmed. Yeah. Um I'm going to say even worse than that. Worst case scenario is it's alarmed and it's a silent alarm. Okay. So you're not even going to know. That is a 10
2: total, 6 and a 3. Okay, cool. That plus one. A.
0: Oh, 10. Yeah, that's um you do it. Describe yourselves breaking in.
2: <laughs> so I guess uh we kind of skirt around the maybe the outside walls just to see if there's any doors that might be open or at least easy to open Mm -hmm. but then there is a section towards the back where no one's quite sure whether it was that it got damaged during some sort of siege or whether it's just kind of the the damage of of nature of the the cruel sea winds but um Mm -hmm. there's a part where the the wall has kind of crumbled away and they've just put up like wire fencing across the gap so that people can't go in and out. And Fairly just uses her secateurs to just clip open almost just like a little bit that they can pull pull back she's not clipping a full hole she's kind of like sure, sure they can push it back and go through and kind of it won't it won't pass close inspection but you might not immediately spot it if you're walking past as like there's a gaping hole in the fence
0: great you manage to make a you make a gap in the fence and you all sneak inside um, just as you enter the um courtyard uh, you turn a corner and are startled for a second there's a whole bunch of crows burst up from the grass and core taking to the Everyone sky. Everyone, do your breast a crow puffer.
2: impression. Quick, we need the sound of
0: lots of crows. Ah, ah! Go on, Sarah. Caw! Sarah, queen of Caw! bird boosers. Sarah. Nice. That was pretty it's good, to be fair. Always a full fair. body
1: impression. <laughs> Can I clear a condition because yeah, right? I didn't embody it enough.
3: <laughs> um,
0: but apart from the crows, there is no one else around. So um, I'll remind you how I described... The castle last time. So yeah, the court. The castle has a large grassy courtyard, which is where the play was held, and around the edges are crumbling walls, and on the far side towards the cliffs there are two towers, still mostly standing, um, two turrets <laughs> in the corners, and between them is a large uh, building that's marked as... <laughs> A large building that's marked as the Great Hall. Okay. So, um, and then towards the front, you've got the entrance gate, which is, um, you know, the sort of portcullis entrance gate tower and the ticket office and shop. Um, and presumably,
2: as residents of of Bovril, we're all fairly familiar with the castle, or at least the parts of it that are generally open to the public.
1: Yeah, fairly.
3: Do we remember where we've seen the logo on the key?
2: Or I was at least thinking like, are there bits where we know that they generally aren't open to the public and maybe we should start searching there first because we didn't recognize the logo. It's not like we... I
0: think you're going to just have to poke around and see what you find. Okay. I don't poke think there's like, out. you know, a dark corridor with an ominous door that you remember f- necessarily straight away. But uh,
2: I was just going to concentrate on the parts that are generally closed off to the public and the expectation that that might be where the... Stuff is. Like, slightly dangerous parts are, if there were any, like, cellars or, you know, cool. stuff like that. But
3: Should we roll the meddling move to try and find a clue then?
0: Yes, I'll say, if you tell me which areas specifically you want to poke around in, I'll say... Oh. Um, that is, yeah, I'd so say in one of the towers. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: whore, <laughs> <If> you tell <laughs> me specifically, no whore. No whore.
0: I will say that you, Grace, you went into one of the towers during the um, play. That's where you confronted what's his face,
1: teacher. Old dick face. Face. You spoke Phil... to Colin.
0: Did you speak to Phil in there? Did you speak to Anyway, you went into one of the towers during the investigation. It was Phil. You spoke to Mr. Palmer in there, I think. Yes, he got yes, angry, I did. Mm-hmm. And you had a spooky vision in there. I'll say that you remember there being one door that was, you know, staff only. It was, you know, just like uh, down that side and um but you fairly remember from another trip that there's an uh, there's also a door in the other tower that has a staff only sign on it.
2: Great. I'll go through that one.
0: <laughs> okay. You walk towards the the large great hall of Beauville Castle, the two half crumbled towers on either side standing starkly ominous against the brightening blue sky and you enter through the great hall which you see has been fitted out with recreation furniture and fixtures dark wood paneling heavy chandeliers on long brass chains and oil paintings stacked three high up the walls and in the center of the room a large recreation banquet table covered in plates and bowls of jellied blood and weeping sausages and pickled trotters braised tongues and beef joints rippled with fat
2: like real ones or plastic ones (laughs)
0: plastic you think just checking give it a bite find out Uh, two questions first who is going to which tower
3: i'll go to the one that i've been to before sure
0: fairly's gonna go to the other
2: yeah and i'll go to the one that i haven't been to
0: Okay. And Anita? Uh... You can poke around in the Great Hall if you want. You can go with one of them. You can try and convince everyone that they should all stick together. I'm just yeah, giving you two gonna options. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't
3: actually think we would split up at this point. No, we're all a bit. So do you. Thought was my thought was. Yeah, I wouldn't split up. I wouldn't leave this group of people at 4am in a castle.
0: No, it seems dangerous. Um... But maybe you feel that time is a pressing. Not pressing enough to get...
3: Cornered in a dark passageway.
0: I don't think. Um. I don't think Fairly is
2: necessarily like making it a plan. Like you go that way, I'll go this way. I think all since last night, Fairly's been in like a little bit of like a a kind of fugue state. This all seemed very real beforehand, but then it was in their home, uh. and that's really like. I don't know, almost tripped something in in her. And it's just this kind of like single-minded, like all she can do is keep putting one foot in front of another and trying to find things out. So I don't think she's necessarily as l- my reason's bit gone down by one. This is me playing this out. Sure. Um well. because of all my void crowns. Um so I don't think she's as, as logical and as as kind of um, sensible as she usually is on an investigation. Um, so it's not necessarily that she's like you go this way I'll go that way it's just that when she sees when she kind of remembers she'll just move in that direction
0: almost kind of automatically my second question is I'd like you all to describe in one way how this location has been touched by the void whatever noise you made then Discord cut it right out
2: it's because I was entirely silent that was just a face (laughs) (laughs) was not a noise, it was just an excited face, because you know I love describing creepy shit. Um, I think that whilst there has always been the signs of nature encroaching into this building, um, as is what mm-hmm. to happen with um kind of very old buildings, it almost seems like recently it has reached like a peak and roots have almost forced themselves between stones and i think at the corners of the room where these kind of roots and shoots are pushing through over the bricks in a lot of places when you're not looking directly at them it almost looks like fingers Mm. ready to pull themselves up out from under the stonework
0: creepy i like it
3: i think that in the great hall where there's the fake plastic food it's Mm -hmm. so old that it's Discolored, but the discoloration almost makes it look like it's molding and fetid Mm. and like just an off, disgusting banquet that's been left out to decay, even though it is a plastic banquet. Mm. I like
0: that.
1: Okay, so for me, the shadows of the craggy walls casting onto the ground as the sun rises further cast as if. As, like, as if of a circle of hooded figures.
0: Oh, okay. Cool. Now, I would like you all to roll your meddling move. Everyone who wants to can roll a meddling move um, with whatever you think is the appropriate uh What's the one for stat? searching it's probably reason. reason. Yeah, it's probably reason. I don't okay, think yeah, we reason. actually
1: decided where we were, were did we? I don't think so, we actually decided where any of us were.
0: I think you decided that you... Grace and Anit. Grace was heading towards the tower that she'd seen before, with the closed door, and you were all supposed to be following. But um, Fairly has sort of wandered off on her own towards the other okay, tower. so I'm so with Grace
3: about whether we notice if Fairly mm. left. Would we have noticed?
2: I don't know. Would you? She didn't say anything.
3: Oh, should we allow it? It feels like it's a mistake to split up. But
1: well, yeah, I think I'm more concerned about you because you're you, you still seem a bit like what's well, not win- injured maybe you know because the physical injury that you've had I was I'm just a bit concerned about you getting up- upstairs and stuff so I think I've followed you and just not thought about it properly assumed that and assumed that um, okay. fairly was behind us okay
3: and so we will meddle uh in these two different towers and pray that perhaps fairly rolls well so that we don't have to run to the other tower when we hear a scream <laughs>
1: Oh! Huh. Oh! Uh oh! Oh! <laughs> that sounds okay, positive, so... Helen.
0: <laughs> Sarah, what did you get? Nine. Nine. Okay. Helen, four. Four. Do you want to take a crown, on, maybe? I think I might want to. Yeah, I think I might want to take a crown, possibly. Um, we can start with these sides. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all, these two, those. and then mm-hmm. and then we'll we can and then we can back. come back to you. Oh, so we're just going to leave again, a little mystery. What
3: beck got?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess so. So you're both going to take a mixed success. Okay, so you're going to have a complication. You will both find a clue, but you will get a complication.
1: And Helen, what kind of crown are you going to take?
0: I think it makes more sense to take crown of the queen. Okay, so we'll hold that and we'll uh, do that scene in, yeah. a, in a little bit. So just remember. Remember who you are. You know what, Fairly? can you give me your roll as well now? Just so, um...
2: Yes, I rolled a six. Plus
0: one for seven. Yay. Okay, mix, success. mix successes all around. Okay. Grace, Anita, you head towards the tower that Grace, you first entered during the investigation, um, during the play. Anita, you pull out the key that you had on you from when you were looking at the maps and you put it into the door and it opens and you push it open and start to head down the stairs. There's a short flight of stairs round a corner and into a room. You don't follow though, Grace, initially because your eye is caught by a panel on the wall next to the door that's clearly an information panel for visitors. The title of the panel is The White Lady and underneath with some sketches of the castle back in its heyday and, you know, a figure of a a, a sketch drawn clearly of someone's experience of the ghost, you see a paragraph that reads, The Lord who occupied Bovril Castle from 1601 to 1616 was known for his wild and extravagant parties, which often descended into orgies and wild hunts, and not always of animals, or so it's claimed. On Midsummer's Day in 1614, his daughter was due to marry a foreign noble, a love match, with the added benefit of granting her escape from her father. The night before the wedding, however, the Lord came for her husband-to-be. When she tried to stop him, he dragged her down into the basement of the castle and had her bricked inside a wall. To this day, they say she roams these halls seeking revenge. If you're quiet, you might spot her. That's going to be your capital C clue. I'll give you your complication in a second. Oh my. Anita, you head down the stairs and you find yourself in a small room. You thought it would be dark down here because why would there be lights on? But you realize instead it is lit by the soft flicker of candles. And as you turn the corner, you find yourself faced with what is quite evidently an altar. Uh-oh. On this table, you see a dried daffodil, a dried rose, and a dried thistle. And behind at the back of the altar, you see a crown made of driftwood that appears to be dripping blood. Uh-oh. And this crown is a capital C clue for you. That sounds ominous. That's
1: all hell. On, I need a clue for you too. We've got one too many clues. It's
2: what not too many because then it's,
0: ex- it's extra for your rolls. Oh, yeah. It's-
2: Just makes it easier. Yeah. This is good yeah. thing. Good shit. Good mm. shit this right is good here. good in this place, um but do we have to use all of the? Cl- we have to connect every you single. We do. You have to
0: use all the clues to get the mechanical benefits of them.
2: Oh, but if there's one that just we just can't fit in, we can leave it out. Yeah, and just, just not don't get the benefit. It. exactly, okay.
0: exactly. You can just or you, you can also retcon things and be like, oh, it turns out it was just jam on mm, that crown. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <This'll> jam. <laughs> yum, yum 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 yum.
0: Fairly you're heading over towards the other tower you've gone to the far side of the great hall and through into the other tower and you are just about to enter or try to enter through the door that's marked staff only in this tower when your eye is caught by a painting this painting is of a boat cresting a wave and in the water deep beneath the boat illuminated from behind by a bright sun which seems somehow strange for such a dramatic painting you see a vast Creature, something huge. And all you can tell is it has a wide, wide mouth lined with teeth. And then your eyes are caught by this golden frame around the picture, and you see that it is carved into its sun upon sun upon sun upon sun. And your eye is drawn back to the boat, and you realize that there is a figure standing in this boat and it is looking out at you with a white stone mask. And you are overcome with terror. And then the lights go out. Anita, you hear the door up the stairs behind you slam. Grace, you realise you are standing alone in the dark in this tower. And Fairly, you feel a crack of something hard across your skull, and then complete darkness.
2: Luckily, though, it's not grave physical harm. I've merely been knocked unconscious just and wake have up. taken the condition a little rattled. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll wake up in the perfect <laughs> place to continue the investigation. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> uh, back to three conditions, though. Oh. <laughs>
0: Um, and this seems like a perfect moment, Anita, to hear your flashback for your crown thank of the queen. You, thank you, that's
1: very kind of you. So I think I'm going to do scene in the present day showing a private side of you, very few to get to, you get to see. Ooh, that's fun. Um, so sometimes when um, Fairley has gone to sleep... Um, Anita can find it quite like, like I said before, she's, she's uh a light sleeper and she can find it quite difficult to get to sleep. She's, um, you know, her, most of her life spent as a publican, she, she used to stay up quite late and stuff. So she does struggle with her sleeping pattern. So sometimes she'll, cause she doesn't want to wake fairly up. Sometimes she'll just sit downstairs, uh, in the dark, Yeah. sort of just working through things that she's concerned about and things that she's worried about and just sort of, um... Making lists in her head of things that she wants to do in the future and things that she you know needs to do, yeah, and she doesn't like people to know that she's she's she has this trouble with sleeping, so she you know she doesn't really say much about this to anyone, but it means that she's not massively afraid of the dark because she's just used to just sitting in it, it's kind of her quiet um quiet reflection time so okay. she's got she's quite good cool. with darkness
0: cool well speaking of which you are in the dark with save for the light of it's candles candles on this altar but the door behind you has slammed and you run up to it and it appears to have been locked you can't it's something about it is not shifting grace uh, the lights come back on a moment later and you realize that anita is trapped the door is slammed shut and you don't understand why and suddenly you realize you have no idea where Fairly is I feel
3: like I would panic uh and have a brief moment of just indecision of whether to like run and look for Fairly or go for the door but I think just here in the moment the door I know I know Anita's down there so I'm gonna just try and open the door with okay force
0: question mark yep roll night move plus vitality please Composure. <laughs> no, vitality. If you're trying to force the door open, it's vitality. Could I do something? If you're trying to, to hunt around, if you're trying to hunt around for an object that you think could l- pick the lock, then I might let you roll with something else. But do do I think
3: it's locked? Don't know. We'll mm. see. Mm, fine. Mm. <laughs> Got a dinosaur again, but I also got two, so it's a seven.
0: It's a seven. Okay, cool.
3: I can't count as an eight. Doesn't matter. But
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that's still an eight. big success. It's the same.
3: Six plus two is
0: eight. I think you can. You managed to break this door down, but at a cost. I'm going to give you another physical yeah, condition. Yeah, that's
3: fine. I got rid of the burn, so I'll take a
0: Yeah. Between you and Anita pushing at the door, you realise it was just wedged shut. It's just a, a stiff door and it, it pulls open and you stumble back and trip and twist your ankle. Oh no. Um, in doing so. So I'm going to give you the condition twisted ankle.
3: Oh, you couldn't like dislocate
2: my good shoulder or
0: something? No. <laughs> you son of a no, no. bitch. Son of a bitch. Fairly. Yes. You wake up. Not injured, fortunately, but a little rattled. And do you find yourself in what appear to be tunnels? There's no one else around, fortunately.
2: Um. Very quickly, remind me what the problem was with me having three conditions. Is that if I uh, get next time another one, I have to take you, a crown? Yes. Okay, fine. I was so just you checking. have three, right? Yeah, I have three right now.
0: Mm-hmm. And the only reason uh, you're not in, um, for the record, the only reason you're not in greater pain is that you have a special condition that allows you to uh,
2: my special move is your special move um fuck the names i was gonna say frankie and benny that's not right frank and joe
0: (laughs) (laughs) frank and joe (laughs) the frank and joe
3: frankie yeah
2: (laughs) I think fairly as she comes to this isn't like the last time this happened where she came to to the sound of her her partner saying her name and the knowledge that her friends were there Mm. and I think she stays still on the ground for a long moment just to make sure there aren't like people around Mm -hmm. Um, and when she doesn't hear anything she sits up rubs the spot at the back of her head but you know what She's got a very hard skull. She's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Pushes herself to her feet, noting that her good pajamas ruined. At least her slippers. At least she didn't ruin safe. her good
0: slippers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Same thought.
2: And she's just going to look around to see if it's obvious. Where the entrance to these tunnels were, or whether is she just in the middle of a long tunnel? and...
0: You're in the middle of a long tunnel, and uh, it's damp underfoot. It's carved from stone. This appears to be a very old tunnel, and um, you don't know who brought you down here. You don't know why you're here. You don't know how you're still alive, but that's the magic of a murder mystery show, right? <laughs> but this is the for the you know, for the move the perfect place to continue the investigation. Yeah. Which. Uh, is uh, what I although I wish place, I wasn't so. doing that
2: on my own um yeah it's
0: probably always going to happen with this move though (laughs) um is it and is it dark down here or is it lit uh let's say in the distance around a far distant bend you notice a faint light coming from one of the directions
2: okay well i guess i'm heading towards that because i don't know how to find my friends so but i'm as as she goes She's just going to reach out both her hands and kind of have them trail along the wall in case there's some kind of like door or opening that she can't see okay. very well because it's dark that might sure, take sure. her back out into the castle rather than, you know, towards what okay. is inevitably danger. And she's not going fast. She's taking her time um, okay. to be to be quite um, careful.
0: Could you roll the meddling move plus... Hmm. I think it might be composure.
2: Oh, the one I have disadvantage on. Yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> oh, Sars. She's a she's a real piece of work, isn't she,
3: Bex? Is. we we'll see. Uh,
0: that is a eight though. An eight. You round the corner and you realize. You round the corner and the space opens up. You are in a room, a larger room that appears to have been carved also into the rock. In the far corners are some ancient iron-bound barrels that appear that you think have probably been standing there for centuries. It smells musty and salty down here and on the floor in front of you, you can see an intricate symbol has been painted in some dark viscous liquid and a pig in five pieces has been positioned as though at the points of a pentagram. And that is your capital C clue. Oh, another one. Okay. And then you look up from that symbol and on the far side of the room, you see a woman standing there with long copper hair and she smiles at you. Fairly.
2: Do I recognize
0: her, Jen, or do I recognize her voice, Jen? You look at her face and at first it's beautiful and then suddenly it looks like Anita, and then suddenly all you can see is decaying flesh, and then it's back to beautiful again, and you realise she is walking towards you across this floor, and you don't know if she is real or entirely in your mind, but she's stretching out of her hand and saying, Take my hand fairly.
2: I would like to use the occult move, please. Okay, cool. And I think what it's going to look like is, I mean Fairly has been kind of descending for a while towards the darkness and has Mm -hmm. started to see and sense a lot of things that don't necessarily make sense to her Mm -hmm. Um, and she's especially been seeing a lot of or has been followed by a lot of things in, in mirrors and reflective surfaces that aren't quite right so I think she would like to instinctively out of fear and partly out of anger as well because it's one thing to be here trying to like take or whatever but to use Anita's face Bitch. to do so mm-hmm. uh-huh. is like that's makes fairly angry rather than afraid yeah. um, and so instinctively using that anger and almost not in a directed way but almost pulling something out of the reflective surface uh, one of the sh- dark shadows that's been following her to kind of present an obstacle or a distraction to get in the way of this woman so I'm what I'm imagining is from the like surface of the dark viscous liquid that's definitely not blood don't worry about it um, <laughs> maybe just like in this moment of fear and anger one of the kind of like shadowy like figures or maybe tentacles that she can partly see out of the corner of her eye when she's not looking at almost just lashes out, not in a directed way. You know, I'm not thinking that this is like something Mm. she controls, but just enough to kind of disrupt the
0: scene. Okay. Um great. This is our first time rolling the occult move. So you have described the move for me. Please roll with sensitivity. Okay. Oh boy.
3: Oh no. That
2: was a that was a five total. I'm sorry, no a four total. Wowie. So I guess um, I'll be taking a...
0: You will mark a crown a, of the void. A crown of the void. That's fine. And this is not something the mavens can ever do okay. with the occult magic now. So no one can try to do anything similar again. Okay. Please mark a crown of the void. I have
2: done so. Hereafter, during any intimate conversation with another character, I must make a casual reference to death, dying, the afterlife, or the end of all things, no matter the subject Whoa. at hand.
3: Cool. It's gonna be fun to be around
1: after this. yeah just <laughs> enjoy it's gonna be very um very yeah. uh, big gay orcs character vibes it <laughs> <Yeah>. is <Okay. laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. just start doing prophecies it's all one universe um you you can feel this there's some dark magic out there and you can feel it. it's been talking to you it's been touching you the magic has been speaking to you and you try for a second to grab hold of it. You think, if only I could catch hold, I could use this myself. And in a moment of instinct, you try to grab it and lash out to sort of give yourself some space. But it fizzles and fails. And all you feel is... What do you think you feel? Um, being, I'm going to give you a condition and this will be think, the condition.
2: I think it feels like a withering.
0: Ooh. Like
2: something... I reached out and something reached out back, but where it touched me, instead of being able to take hold of it, it's almost like it just darkened and kind of uh, almost drained the life from it, okay. like almost the colour is draining okay. from, from parts of her.
0: We'll give you the condition drained then, and you're all with disadvantage on vitality. How about that? Okay, so that? I've now
2: got four conditions. Why?
0: Uh Yeah, so <laughs> theoretically that would also give you... oh. Maybe I shouldn't have given you a condition, because you have already taken a crown for the occult move. That's yeah. true. Yeah. We'll, we'll, not, we'll not make it mechanical, because you have already taken one crown for the occult move, okay. failing. But yeah, I can. you reach out to try and use this magic, and instead it takes something from you. Um, and the uh, figure continues to walk towards you, and the closer it gets, the more you can just smell rotting meat and salty water. And she comes towards you. Are you going to run?
2: Yeah, I think that's my final resort is just. Sure, okay. Turning and as fast as as my brittle old legs can carry me, uh, leg it as fast as I can okay. up the rest of the corridor
0: the other direction. Should I make you ro- roll one more time for running? Sure. <laughs> <So this laughs> is Would you like, like to totality, roll for right? running? I can, you can. You can
3: vitality
2: you know fine. what
0: roll the roll the night move for me and we'll see if you find a good way out
2: uh that's 11 on the dice
0: great if it's vitality then it's a 12 perfect you are you for a moment. You feel something be taken from you, and then you see this figure advancing again. And you turn and you run with it as fast as your little odd lady lugs can carry you. And as you run, you your eyes have adjusted to the darkness, and you spot a door in the side of the wall. And you slam into it, push it open, and you run. And you're heading up steps, and then suddenly. You are out in the fresh air. You are out in the streets of Bovril, and it is morning is breaking, um, and you are a little old lady in a nightgown. Little old lady in a nightgown, and where do you think you've turned up?
2: I mean, for compl- it seems sensible that I would be in the old market.
0: <laughs> and you are in an old stone building that is now. What do we think it is now? It
1: could be the uh, textile mill textile
0: you know the textile thing the, the, yeah. the institute yeah, of yeah, textiles yeah, yeah. and you are now in the silent building that you know to be the institute of textiles where you buy so many of your lovely linen fashions from mm. and you see uh, you look up at the wall and you see carved into the stone bovril market and then an, a very old date on it anita grace you quickly realize that um fairly is no longer in the castle
1: hang on aren't we uh, haven't we weren't we in the wasn't i still in, last time i saw myself no, I was, oh, no you got out no you
0: broke it you broke it she broke you out i thought broke I, well, out. I figured i'd but probably she twisted her ankle. i
1: thought we'd investigate in there a little bit though
0: no you oh, got okay. your clues you got all your mechanical clues right. I, I you know you I, got your clue if, of, of the altar we and you wanted got, to uh, smash that crown into pieces smash that crown. you can go smash that crown into pieces if you want roll the night move for me uh, you, you don't get to smash a crown with no consequences. Yeah, oh I no. Know. I just want to <laughs> check.
3: I just want to check with my friends, friends, if this is a good idea. I, f- <laughs> I don't
2: know. Um, I mean, you know, I'm all about bad ideas, so I'm not going to chime in on this. Going to let you decide. Okay, we'll I don't, to smash that crown. I don't think I would um, smash
1: that crown.
0: Are you going to bring it with you. Are you going to leave it. So, that's um, a great question. Mm-hmm. How am I going to bring it with me?
1: Is a nice hat. Anita likes a nice hat. I'll just wash that jam off. It'd be fine. <laughs> uh no no probably not i'm probably like that that looks cursed (laughs) that seems cursed to me
0: i think for the purposes of our episode we you scan you run through the castle as fast you can you realize fairly isn't there you head down into town because where else are you going to look and the streets are still quiet because this is dawn like very few people are up at this time um, well, I was
2: also gonna say if if Fairly could find a landline telephone anywhere in the Textiles Institute, she knows her friend's phone numbers off by heart because that's an old lady thing to do. Of course she
0: does. Give them a bell then.
2: Yeah. So I would have just phoned. Uh, absolutely.
0: There's definitely Anita. A, there's definitely a landline. It's tucked down on the floor in the corner because they only have it so that they can check their internet connection when they have problems. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, with their provider. Um, Which is the only reason I've ever owned a landline, personally. (laughs) So, yeah, you find one. And who are you going to call?
1: Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Well...
3: Grace.
2: Grace. Grace, I I feel like is better at... I know is better at picking up her phone. Yeah. So, probably
3: Grace. Cool. And just, uh, like, an almost inaudible, like, where are you? It's, like, so quick and... Oh, scared.
2: Where are you? I'm I'm in the the textiles institute. There were there were tunnels. What? There was someone down there. Uh come come to the textiles institute. Get out of that castle. I don't think it's we're safe. We're coming. We're coming. And are you
3: safe? Are you safe?
2: I'm I'm safe and I think we need to talk about what
1: we think is happening.
3: Anita, she's at the textile
1: Oh, tell factory. tell her tell her to stay safe. So Tell us, stay safe. Maybe pick
3: out a dress for herself as well. Anita says, "Stay safe."
1: <laughs> pick out a dress <laughs> while well, you're there.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh, do you know what? Actually, that's a good point. I might find something to wear that's not my night dress.
0: Yes. Oh yeah, mm. <laughs> a new piece that, that you are ordering bad. that they've almost finished. It's not quite hemmed yet, but uh... you know what? That's fine.
3: Okay, we we truck it down. What is was it like five a.m. now. It's still quite empty. Yeah, there's maybe like a paper boy.
1: A oh, paper boy.
0: <laughs> um and you make it down to the Institute of Textiles and fairly opens the door and you slink inside. Maybe it's time for a theorize. I'm just is. writing. I think Yeah, mm-hmm. i was going to
3: say all eyes on the discord turn to backs. Hello. Hi, I'm um on. I'm, on. I'm just I figuring tried my out my best again to try and Oh, the, I, these I, are very
0: I, obscure clues, so however you can t- like and, you know, whatever you want to do to tie them together, they're intentionally, I don't have to make them make sense. That's your job. Okay. I,
3: I wrote everything down, but I just, and I start to connect a few things, but then I just fully like, well, well how on earth would you?
0: How, what have you connected together then?
3: Well, the, see, here's my problem. I'm connecting stuff to the song from episode five. Oh, no, no, the song is not yeah, an exactly. official clue. So well, ignore that. Then, that was just for then, flavor. Well, I like to make the flavor into the, Clue. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Well, 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 I'm not giving you points for it, so. Points mean prizes. Loop-de-doo. I wanted mm-hmm. to smash the crown. <laughs> you could have smashed the crown. Maybe you I have don't brought know.
3: it. I like, I felt like everyone was saying it was a bad idea.
0: Well, maybe you made up your own mind. You've got a twisted ankle, you can do what you want. I
3: don't
1: know how
3: that works. Oh yeah, I guess we don't buck it down to the no. textile no, institute. No, that's We true. hobble down <laughs> to the
0: textile <laughs> institute. Oh, you know what? Here's a question for you two, whilst we're waiting. How do you think the Institute of Textiles is touched by the void?
1: Um, okay, here's my thought about it. I think every no, I don't know. I haven't haven't thought about it yet. <sighs> every dress has every dress has got a little skull sewn into it somewhere In fact, actually that's quite good. That's, that's quite pretty good. cute. It's pretty cute. I think, I think do that. every dress has got somewhere a symbol of death sewn into it, the, you know, un, unbeknownst Ooh. by the uh, person who's made it. It's just kind of accidentally. So yeah. all of Fairley's dresses have got like a little skull or a little dagger or Ooh. something or something that looks a bit like
0: blood. She's been goth yeah. all along.
1: <laughs> there's, there's my one.
3: I think that the windows are very old. They're almost like um arched. Mm. And the way that like the framing, it's kind of looks like an upside down
0: cross okay Ooh, so oh yeah. that's very antichrist isn't it spoopy spoopy and uh bex is busy doing their homework
1: yeah so i'm getting there it's okay we'll just <laughs> leave it to you bex
3: <laughs> me and helen can just role play our walk from the castle to the textile institute oh
1: yeah okay cool
3: oh oh sorry about my ankle this is such a bother
1: it's all right love i'm I, like you know You've got, sometimes you got to take in the view as you walk, and this is quite pleasant, actually, after that yeah, castle.
3: Yeah, and you know what? I really love being up this early in the morning when no one else is around.
1: Yeah, it feels like... um, What's that film? You know, the one with the zombies? Um,
3: the wombles? No, the
1: you know, the zombie ones. The ones with the... Uh, you know, like that. What's that film? 20, 28 Days like, Later? That, that's beyond me. I, <laughs> I was thinking of Shaun of the Dead.
3: Oh, OK. <laughs> what was the point? What was... <laughs>
1: Well, the streets are quiet, aren't they, like?
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's That wouldn't have been my go-to for when I think of the tranquil peacefulness of um, an early sunrise on a quiet morning.
1: I suppose so. You probably think of birds, I imagine. In fact, yeah. can you see any fun birds now?
3: Oh, maybe they'll cure my twisted ankle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think, <laughs> I think I have all eight clues in here. Eight? Oh, you did get eight in
1: the end. Yeah, cool.
3: Suck <laughs> it okay, Jen we're gonna use them all and by we I definitely yeah, cool. just mean Bex yeah,
1: me, like I love how at first we were like "Oh, wh- me and Sarah are definitely gonna solve some of these things and then we were like nah nah let's just let Bex do it, I fucking can't be arsed
0: Bex is much work, better at right? this
1: than I am so I'm happy teamwork the team team the work. to take the, the team lead
2: teamwork everyone plays into their strengths okay yeah by the time you make it to the textiles institute you find fairly um a, in a more familiar linen dress, looking a bit more like mm. herself, although there's a very haunted look in her eyes. And she is sitting with several pieces of paper that she has clearly just taken like out of a printer and found a, a pen, although maybe it's like fabric chalk, so the notes are like, barely decipherable, <laughs> as she's just been kind of jotting down things, much like I've just been. And... Uh, when you enter, she looks up and she's like, "I think I've, I think I've figured it out.
0: What's going on here?" So, can I remind you that we need a where, a when, and a how for the ritual? Yes. And a who and a why. <laughs> no, the who and the why—that's on to me. Um, but a where, a when, and a how, or like, what does the ritual involve? That kind of, you know. Yes. And a whatnot. And a whatnot.
2: I like dead. this is like a lot for me to talk through, so I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to do it in fairly voice, just because. Okay. I need to also, keep myself- we should. Uh, we should uh, add Straight. that
1: we've probably filled uh, fairly in on the clues that we gained. Also.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah, of, sure. of course. Oh, it all makes, fits in. It's perfect sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> they are trying to summon some kind of creature of the deep, as seen in the painting clue number seven uh, a boat with a big old mouthy bitch underneath is what i wrote at midday on midsummer's day there was a lot of suns going on on that painting as well on the shorefront is where i believe it's going to be happening we saw them making their preparations that was clue number three people chanting on the seafront it is going to require now here's what i think has gone on <laughs> i think a smaller sacrifice, that of the pig in a pentagram. Pig in a pentagram. Mm -hmm. Clue number eight, was used to summon the white lady who in fact was not bricked up by her father as punishment, but was stopped from doing this once before. That's okay. clue number six. She was, no clue number, she was bricked up. That was clue number five, yeah. she was bricked up. Um, The fact that she is considered um, kind of the, the leader or the queen of this cult, there is an altar to her with a crown upon it. That was for her. So okay. the first stage is that they summoned her to summon the beast. It will require sacrifice. Okay. So I believe they're all gonna sacrifice themselves or at least someone else, human, cool. in order to do this not kevin and that not
1: kevin
2: not it better not be kevin
1: (laughs) not me giving jen ideas Uh,
2: so um most of their preparations have taken part taken place um in the castle hence the matching symbol for the key and the castle um because they had to come and summon the the white lady but these tunnels lead around town both to the market where an escaped fisherman returned raving and attacked a bunch of people because he had escaped being a sacrifice in this previous Ooh. attempt okay. at summoning. But when when she was caught by her father, he managed to escape. But what he had been exposed to drove him mad um, and he escaped okay. through those tunnels. I believe those tunnels also lead down to the seafront. And that's, I'm pretty sure, all eight clues. Ooh. So you're
1: very no, good at this. So. This is why we let you is do the it. The one, the manor. Ah,
2: oh, the manor. Oh no, yeah, that was I mentioned that as um, or uh, sorry, I I didn't mention it, but I think that has been preparation for this. That is that was more that was the proof that there has to gonna have to be like human sacrifice. Ah. It's the reason I was there. It's cool. connected to these tunnels. They made the sacrifice to start building the power. I think that's probably this was a couple of years ago. I think that's probably when their plans really actually swung into motion for this cool. summoning.
1: Ooh.
2: Wow.
1: I like That's it. That's great. I like it. It's all cool. very good. That's really good.
0: So, we've got the where, the when, and the how. So, yes. where is on the beach? Is that what you said? Yes, on the shore. Like when, a, on the shore front. when? On the shorefront. When is the it shore,
2: midday? Today.
0: Midday on Midsummer's Day. Yeah. Which is today. And the how is a human sacrifice. Yes. Conducted by the white lady. Yes. Okay. Would you like to roll um, theorize with me for me? Sure, and with you. And you'll add two to whatever your result it's gonna is. It's going to suck and if this it, is wrong. You can all take a crown to bump it up a level. And we will if we have to. Okay, yeah. okay,
2: okay, okay, okay. That was a six on the dice, so an eight total.
0: Okay, so that's a mixed success. Let me read to you.
2: Unless we all want to take a crown and just a success
3: happily
0: take take a a crown crown,
3: but it's also how many crowns can you handle
0: don't worry about it no i do worry about it i
3: worry about it a lot
0: on a seven to nine it's the correct solution but the keeper will either add an unwelcome complication to the solution itself or present a complicated or dangerous opportunity to take down the culprit or save the day could be interesting. Do we want to have or a you can bump it I
2: mean, I guess it would be a bit boring I if we just strolled so, yeah. it. We're like, "Fuck you guys!" Pow! 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 You're dead. <laughs> Bye.
1: listen. I I taking another crown would not retire my character. Yeah, and I haven't got any oh. crowns of the void, so I can take one easy.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I could take a crown void. a void crown. Crown void. Void crown. Avoid oh, crown. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, should we? Should we take a
1: crown? Sure. Yeah.
3: You better not be lying to us, Bex you No, better the last, not. the last, one they,
1: took, the last one they took, the last one they took was the dying, death, dying, left life sort of in every conversation. This one, this next one's obsessed okay, yeah, with the void. Good. I remember. Yeah. I keep things in my little brain, in little oh. brain box. Okay, I've got a shadow in the garden.
3: I feel so bad for Fairly yeah, because they're never going to recover from this.
0: Um. So what? Ca- what crown are you all taking? A shadow in the, shadow garden. In the garden as well. Yeah. Okay. You, it doesn't have to be a void yeah. crown. I don't uh, think. It feels fine. If it feels the right thing, then yeah, okay.
3: At this point, yeah.
0: So you're all going to be Bex, slightly. I you could take a that, that might be a good you idea for back Take Bex, queen crown, there. please. Please. We don't
1: want you to be, your character, be forever fucked, basically, is what we're saying to you. Uh, I mean, for the
2: rest of her life, she is going to have to make every time she's talking to Anita about anything meaningful, it's just going to be like, we're
0: all going to fucking die. The void, um, coming, <laughs> the void is coming, the void is coming, the void is coming. Um, maybe with some a good therapist and some nice no, and you, can you can't you can't get rid of the condition no, it can never be played. you can't no, get you can't. rid of it but you know we can we, um, can, talk, we can pretend
2: okay yeah take, um, take a nice crown
1: take a crown of queen i don't want to think about that it makes me sad
2: okay you know what i will good thank you when Come. it says a scene in the present day does it have to be I a flashback means... or can it be something that's actually happening can oh, i just Ooh, it could be
0: something that's can happening. i can i just
2: yeah. like take yeah. it as like and make it into the scene that is right now yeah, yeah. do it go okay. right now so we're gonna do
3: a scene in the present day satisfying your physical desires
2: that do that in this <laughs> really, it's just like god i'm good i'm so
1: horny um <laughs> we just we just go there's, there's out behind something... the behind the back of the institute and have a little uh have a little sex <laughs> little quickie um
3: grace just sits like... alone <laughs> headphones <laughs> on
1: <laughs> <laughs> um
2: Is there anything stopping me from doing the same prompt that Helen did earlier? No. Okay, great. So we're going to do a scene in the present day showing a private side that very few get to see. And I think fairly, she she kind of finishes up looking up from, from her notes scattered around her, this kind of wild look in her eyes. And even though she's wearing a normal dress now, her hair is in disarray. She's covered in kind of like grime from being in the tunnels and you see her eyes are like filled with tears and she kind of reaches out a hand and takes Anita's hand and then reaches out a hand and takes Grace and looks up at them. She's still like a sitting on the floor almost imploringly. And she's like, I, I'm not losing my mind. It, it's real. It's happening. I swear. I, I'm not losing my mind.
1: Am I? No love, you're not losing. You're not losing your mind, love. No, no. love.
3: No. Can we do a hug? Can we yeah. all do a hug? <laughs>
1: um, Please. Yeah.
2: She just clings too tightly, and I think she's so usually so put together and strong and sensible, but behind there is kind of within her that fear of, you know, like old age and, and what she might lose. Not necessarily because people are leaving her, but because she might. Yeah, um, you know, struggle to start remembering them, and it hasn't happened yet. But certainly, I think over the course of this, um, these last few mysteries, the dark nature of what they've been dealing with have have been getting at her. So she she has a little cry,
1: which is something that she
2: probably even Anita has never actually seen her cry. Yeah,
1: Anita's mm. just uh, stroking her hair and gives her a kiss on the cheek and stuff, and just. Trying to comfort her any way she can because she's she's, Anita's more frightened, haven't seen fairly like that, than than anything else thus far, really.
2: And then she says, uh, in some ways, death would be easier than losing one's mind. Sorry, I realised we were having an intimate conversation and I had to talk about
0: it. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was nice for a second there. That's
1: true, though. I've always been more afraid of. Uh, dementia than True. death honestly in a lot of ways oh, it's yeah. scary that shit Reals. anyway <laughs> um,
0: well let's go stop a conspiracy oh. Yay. <laughs> hey. how? we don't know
1: yeah, we'll figure it out but we we you know can where it do is. it now definitely you know
0: when it is Also, and you know we've taken the crown so, so it's gonna be real True.
1: good
2: that's true maybe they maybe if we destroy the crown and free whoever it is that is supposed to be sacrificed then maybe the entity will just eat all its cultists and go away because there's nothing to bind it perhaps we'll see because the cat just staring at me (laughs) the cat is the entity
0: (laughs) yeah she's like it's me me." i'm the entity (laughs) (laughs) you it's been a couple of hours it's mid-morning it's it's solidly morning now and you are you where are you going to go you know where this ritual is going yeah, to take place shore. now you've yeah, pieced it all shore. together
2: so i guess i guess okay we're just going down to the beach let's go to the beach beach
0: yeah beach, beach, let's the go beach. <laughs> you walk down towards the sea and you see that there's a couple of holidaymakers around their families who are setting up, you know, tents, you know, little windbreaks and things. There's some people who've just come out for a morning walk. Life is starting to pick up again in the town. And you see in the middle of the beach towards the shoreline, a group of figures standing around in cloaks with masks on that most people just seem to be ignoring. And they fucking Larpers. Appear to be... <laughs> they, you see... the <laughs> You see them um, messing around with things on the sand. They're clearly moving things around and making shapes on the sand.
2: Does it seem like there's anyone nearby who is maybe not there of their own volition? (laughs) Mm. Or looks like a bit bummed that they're going to be sacrificed in a couple of hours?
0: Question. Who do you think is going to be sacrificed? Hmm. (laughs) Let's make it personal. Don't you
3: fucking
0: dare. Oh, don't worry. It's not gonna be Kevin. Is it Sam? You see a bunch of people standing on the beach wearing hoods and white stone masks, and they're moving things around, and then for a second, Anita. You definitely see the face no. of your daughter Sam.
1: That's Anita's darkest fear. <laughs> Something bad happening to Sam. Um, okay, I'm. I'm just gonna be like, oh, we've got, we've got to go. We've got to go. They've got Sam. They've got Sam. Come on, quickly. We, we have to help her.
2: Okay, we we will. We will, Anita. We're here. That's what we're going to do. But what can we do against
0: that many? There are. Um, You could. You still got the um, gold crown mysteries move if you want to sort of just say something is so. You're right. If that's helpful,
1: I I knew. I thought Um, we'd been saving that. Yeah, for the for the big grand finale. I was like, yes. It's quite a good move. It's very powerful.
2: It's that's just the one where you're like, oh, this reminds me of thing.
0: This reminds me of a time in an Amanda Delacorte. Where they all just died suddenly for no reason. reason.
1: (laughs) No, had to do anything. They just all had a heart attack. Mm.
2: Yeah. Who wants to come up with the uh, the
3: name I of the book? You used it in the last <laughs> one. You used it in the first yeah, one. Yeah, it's Helen's okay, turn. Okay, so it's yeah.
1: my turn then. So. Um, Amanda Delacour and the Mystery of the Hidden Crown. Cool. Good name. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to affect things. <laughs> um, it's, a good, <laughs>
2: it's a good name. There must have been a situation where Amanda's kind of eager sidekick who often gets into trouble but is always saved in the end of
0: course was taken hostage by a, a group of evildoers right and seeing as you said they all just keeled over and died of poison it could be that they're setting out some ritual cups or that
2: i have natural remedies with me guys
1: oh, yeah so you do
0: <laughs> are any of them deadly sure Everything's deadly if you take enough of it. You're so right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a good idea. Like so what she did is she sort of snuck she sees like the bottle that they're going to pour it from. Um, in the sand, just waiting, you know, and they're not none of cool. them looking at it or anything like that. It's, you know, it's behind a bush or something.
0: No, they're still shifting yeah. stuff over. They're, they're from the figuring van. things
1: out, and somehow
0: manages to. <laughs> this is the, this is the non the non spooky <laughs> side of cults that most people don't the, see. They only the, see you the you big know, the ritual. They've got the whole setup. <laughs> rent a van, shift You've your Got to get the a done, sweaty, yeah, you know. it's, all, it's a lot of extra work, isn't it? <laughs> um, and
1: maybe, yeah, maybe uh, Amanda Delacour manages to find something and slip them a sleeping potion or sleeping a sleeping i was thing. gonna say not poison i imagine
3: a, a man a desert court didn't do I a don't big think she did a murder no murder
1: mass uh, murder <laughs> yeah she just knocked yeah. them out which we can also cool. do i'm guessing is probably a better option than just straight no. up murdering okay. them but we can murder them if you like mm-hmm. if you so wish
3: if we put them to sleep they're still here in this town being nasty They'll have missed
1: this midsummer. Yeah. What but then are we going to do? Midsommar Report them around. to the police. They are the That's police. That's yeah. We should just kill them. But the sleeping potion. The sleeping not potion. Why well, do I keep saying potion. The sleeping tinct,
0: tincture maybe, was what she maybe used. we
2: should put them to sleep and, and um, kill them and let so irony the kill them salt
0: themselves out. Yeah. Let exactly. irony kill them
2: when the entity kind of uh, appears, <laughs> yeah, but up. finding nothing to bind it, just takes the. Has a snack on some sleeping bodies whilst everyone else is running away
0: and uh, disappears off into the sea, you know? That can give us a clean conscience. Beautiful. I think that's perfect. I think having solved this mystery, you stagger down to the beach, you walk down, you get there, and you see the occultists setting up, and you realize that they've got Sam who is sort of being placed in the center. And no one seems no one around seems to be noticing. There's there's something about this, maybe that people your average person's eyes are just glancing off and not quite seeing them properly. And you realise that they're just unpacking a van and that there is a a, a I was gonna say thermos for a second. But it's that's a dramatic too, looking like, too, like a there's oh a dramatic Hey, did
2: you know chloroform is synthesized from seaweed? Oh. oh Is it now?
1: Don't you have to breathe that Robin drink? Like, what happens yeah, when you drink props.
2: It it's also Look, it takes like fiction. 5
1: minutes to knock someone out with chloroform. Movies do not have
0: it fiction. right <laughs> However, fairly, you spot an opportunity and remembering the Amanda Delacourt novel, what was it? Amanda Delacourt and The, mystery the Golden Crown. Of the hidden the, crown. My, the hidden yeah, crown. Mystery of the Hidden Crown. <laughs> the Mystery of the Hidden Crown. My
2: book on poisonous plants is in the other room,
0: but um oh, dang it. <laughs> Uh, I think seaweed's good enough. Yeah, That's a good go enough it. connection that you saw some earlier. We reckon that back at the birding hide earlier in that morning when you were thinking about gin brewing, you picked up some seaweed, remembering that you have some other some other properties to this. and um, you get your pocket pestle and mortar out and
1: yeah,
0: Uh into what is clearly a big, a big like a wine beach. jug. Mm, big wine jug of ceremonial wine, and then you watch as they continue down to the beach. I'm gonna say, uh, just as you finish doing that, you see one of the figures on the beach looks over to you, and uh, the voice says, "Just wondering who else is in this. Uh <laughs> Uh-oh. who else is in this cult? Who else do we think might be in this cult? Not Judith <gasps> Crayton, the French woman bon, bon, from our bon, book club. Bon
1: Bon Bon Jovi. Bon 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 Jovi. <laughs> Hey, dude.
0: Bon John Jovi was it all along? A, a hooded figure pulls back their hood, lifts up their mask, and says, I always knew you would come to join us at the end. And it is Bon John Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's been there every time.
1: Yeah, he was for, every,
0: is this he where was we for get, every
1: bit, wasn't he? Is this where we get like a flashback
2: to him just being in the background <sighs> of every single scene we narrate? <laughs> with a mm-hmm. guitar, just
3: looking suspicious. <gasps> what a reveal. He is it, He's the right, mastermind. He's out he's been, ahead of
2: it It's not a soundtrack. It's him. He's just been playing the guitar in the background of every scene. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's the arbiter of all our misery. Yes.
2: Bon John Joby. I think um fairly will kind of glance at the others and be like and just be like yes I've witnessed the dark powers that might one day be ours. Yes. We were foolish to have resisted.
0: Yes, we need you with us. This land needs you. This is a breaking point and we need strong Healthy women like you to help us return Albion to its rightful place in this wicked world. Oh, this is some turf bullshit. Yeah, it sounds like
1: some racism bullshit. It sounds like some fascism shit here.
0: Albion gives us the strength to reclaim our standing, to take back control of these mighty isles. Let Albion into your heart.
2: Oh, this is white supremacy stuff.
0: Let her in, and we will feast on the riches that are rightly ours. Take my hand. Sisters,
2: but listen, I'm I'm gonna commit for just to make sure that we don't get killed before they all drink the wine. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. Pra- praise the void. Yo, that void. Bon John Jovi smiles and takes your hands and leads you down onto the beach. Brothers, sisters, let us begin our ritual and. The masked figures standing around begin to chant. You see, there is a shape on the floor—the symbol, like the one you have seen before, fairly—and they begin to chant. And you see, Sam is sitting in the middle with a gag in her mouth and her hands tied. And she looks up at you, and she's clearly like, "Fuck,
1: mum!" Mum,
0: what the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. what? <laughs> what the fuck? Just you wink. can't tell. You can see it in her eyes, and you wink at her, and she's like, "So, what, what do you mean wink? <laughs> what is this wink?"
1: <laughs> I'm going to have to make us so many uh, scouse, pots of scouse to make up for it.
0: <laughs> and as the chanting begins, the waters of Bovril Bay behind you are for a moment preternaturally still. The sun beats down from above, not quite at its zenith, but approaching, and it turning the sky and the sea the same shimmering shade of blue, and then a wave ripples across the glittering surface, and then another... And then, with an almighty splash and groan that seems to come from the very earth, a shadowy mountainous shape rises up from the waters. Birds burst up and into the air from every perch, cawing and shitting and screaming as they bomb towards the rising giant and encircle it. Backlit by the brilliant sun, the giant appears only as shadows at first, but then your eyes adjust and you see that its body is wet, wet not with water but with blood, as skinless creatures twist and writhe together in a great wicked orgy. You see You see horns, you see fangs, claws, wings, beaks, thousands upon thousands of twisted beasts, all twisting together as muscle over bone, and all staring out at you with bright human eyes. As the colossus continues to rise out of the water, the screams begin on the beach. After a moment you realise these are not screams of panic, but screams of animal pain, as once calm holidaymakers begin to drop to the floor and vomit blood. And Bon Jovi turns to the group, and says, Brothers, sisters, let us raise a glass in this first toast of many to the great Albion.
2: Quick question. Mm-hmm. You okay? <laughs> You're right, though? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm Are fine. You- <laughs> Yeah, fine. fucked up. I think this is
1: why Jen doesn't watch horror, is because it's always horror in Jen's mind. Because it's always
0: horror inside Jen. I think so.
1: That's what's happening. And
0: said, obviously, we are not drinking. And they raise their glasses, each one staring up proudly. Couldn't help yourself there, could
3: you?
1: I could see the
0: indecision in your eyes
1: for a second of, should I say this? You're like, yeah, I'm gonna. It's my dramatic
0: moment. They each raise a glass up towards the great figure Albion, not breaking in their chanting. And as they lower it to their lips, there is a momentary silence as they chug down the liquid and then one by one drop to the floor. I think
2: as, <laughs> yeah, as soon as like they have finished drinking,
0: mm.
2: Fairly would have just tossed
1: the cup to one side and just run towards yeah, Sam. Same. Ani- Anita's, Anita's yeah, same. Anita's right Sam on, the on the way to oh, Sam. Sam, Sam.
0: You grab Sam and you begin to run back along the breach as you hear the thuds of the cultist bodies against the sand as they are knocked unconscious.
3: We should not look back. Oh no. we We should head for the bird hide again and just not. You
0: don't want to look back because if you did you would see the beast half risen from the waters. It opens a great mouth full of teeth and angered that its ritual is not being completed. Where is its white lady? Where is its sacrifice? It slams large hands down into the sand and pulls the bodies of all of the cultists up towards its moor, which it mashes in and chomps wildly and bits of flesh go flying out and then crash. It descends back into the water and a wave laps up the beach. And it is Cleaned.
1: Washing away all the blood from Washing
0: away all the blood from it.
1: And the memories thereof.
0: And the memories and the symbol of the cultists, and in fact, any sign that they were ever there except in the memories of many traumatized people. But you don't look back. Are you running to the bird hide? Or are you running towards town?
2: I say towards town because I think we want to get f- as far off the beach sure. as we uh, can, probably. right? Okay. Surely. Yeah.
0: You make it back up to town, you make it onto the cobbled streets and you didn't look back, but you hear the wave, you hear the crash and the sunlight is bright again. There is no shadow and you realise you've probably done it.
1: I've uh, un- un-gagged Sam and I am like, sorry, love, I'm sorry. We had to play along. Fucking hell, mom! What
0: was that? I thought you was with him. Never. I'd never see you armed. Well, that's good to know that you would never join a cult and sacrifice me. Thank you for that. That's good. Thank Fuck you guys were here. And she oh, gives you a big hug. Glad she's got. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder
2: if Officer Chevatari is still around.
3: She may be the only police person still around in this town. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hope
0: she's still there. I think we'll cut out from that scene and we probably see a a sort of montage scene of you Going to the police station, finding it pretty empty and finding Officer Chabotari locked in a room somewhere in the basement, um, you know, with a concussion. And then we see a probably a scene of you speaking to the press and then no one really taking it seriously, thinking it's a bit of a hoax. The most this article gets run as is police for entire police force of small town abandons town in one day and no one can really explain why. Or maybe... <laughs> No, it's probably police heroes of local towns swept into sea during freak war- yeah, freak weather like event. Freak mm-hmm. riptide.
1: <laughs> yeah, freak riptide. Um at, at some point during all of this, I think uh, Anita's gonna turn to turn to Grace and just go, I'm sorry, we were gonna book Bon John Jovi for your, for your seventieth. We're gonna have to look for some other musician now. <laughs>
3: Ooh, that that is probably the biggest shame about today he was
1: pretty good wasn't he really he was pretty clearly good. a dick but he was pretty good at the music oh, well i mean
3: a lot of the most talented musicians are kind of dicks aren't they
1: best book a dj i guess yeah
3: <laughs> what? just put on a spotify playlist
1: yeah it'd be fine <laughs> That's not the end?
0: Yeah. I was going to ask you if you wanted to do one last cosy scene each but I think that's probably the end.
2: Yeah, I think pulling out to some gentle guitar music <laughs> as we talk about hiring a DJ is really the only way to <laughs>
0: end. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm and all so sorry. Perfect. And
2: everything's fine except for the fact that Fairly You're a little bit
3: real more, uh, dark
1: for the rest of her life.
3: What do you think, Fairly? Don't talk about dying.
1: <laughs> Go on, Fairly, give <laughs> us your, give us your, Please talk about bon- John Bon Jovi, Bon John Jovi, and then uh, bring in death somehow.
2: No, yes, it's a shame he he was good. I particularly enjoyed his hit single "Wanted Dead or Alive."
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, and, and that's the ending. <laughs> That's it. Wrap it up, Jen.
3: Give us a give us an, an exit.
0: Thanks for listening to Brindlewood Bay. Thank you for playing Brindlewood Bay. I hope you enjoyed it. It was certainly a ride. It was a ride. And thank you for listening, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Back to our usual programming next week. It'll just be gay and fun. It's gonna be gay. <laughs> it's gonna be gay. Get, real, gay gay. Real, real gay and fun real real game. you say
2: that i'm writing it so you never know That's it might true. be tragic but it will be gay <laughs> but you know but will be it will we'll so. be queer
1: as fuck
0: you've been listening to roll plus heart today was the final episode of our game of brindlewood bay a game by jason cordova your players were bex watson as fairly weaver helen gaffney as anita theakston sarah keeper's grace tamblin and I, Jen Blundell, was your GM. Additional voices were by my wickedly talented sister, Kathleen Blundell. Our theme music was composed by David Shaw and it was mixed and mastered by Mark Anderson. And as always, your podcast editing was by the dream team of me, Jen Blundell, and Helen Gaffney. I hope you enjoyed this game of Brindlewood Bay. It was something a little bit different for us to play and a little bit different for you to hear. If you enjoyed it, how about leaving us a review? Uh, you can leave us a star rating on your podcast uh, app of choice, or you can leave us a Google review or an Apple review or whatever podcasting platform you use. So that's my one call to action for this week. Let us know what you think about it. You can let us know on Twitter at Roll Plus Heart. You can let us know by email at rollplusheart at gmail.com. You can let us know on that new uh, alternative to Twitter called Mastodon Mastodon I should probably have I have no idea how it works guys let me just google it uh, I don't know how to tell you how to find us on Mastodon I found it no way, I found it I tried again at RollPlusHeart at Dice.Camp so that is at at Dice.Camp on Mastodon So if you enjoyed the show, tell a friend, tell us, let the whole world know, we'd appreciate it. If you would like to hear more from us, you can go to our Patreon, where we have a whole bunch of talk bags, including one on Brindlewood Bay. That's going to be our next piece of Patreon content. We also have one shots and some mini campaigns that we are running exclusively on our Patreon. So if you'd like to hear more, then go to Patreon, search Roll Plus Heart, and you'll be able to find us. And if you would like to hear more from us, then Sarah Keep and I are on the actual play podcast Quest Fantastic. That show is just about wrapping up after a almost two year campaign. So it's pretty exciting. We've only got a couple of months left in that. And there are about 40, just over 40 episodes in the back catalogue. So if you're hankering for some more content involving me and Sarah, then go check out Quest Fantastic. It's fun vibes. It's Roleplay heavy, you'll probably enjoy it if you like this show. I also do a film review podcast called Jen and the Film Critic. Our most recent episode was a special about Barbenheimer, which, if you are not as othé okay with the cinema as I am nowadays, um, is the cultural phenomenon where they released. Oppenheimer and Barbie on the same weekend at the cinemas and it was kind of a big deal for the cineasts such as myself. Uh-huh. Um, so that's Jen and the Film Critic and if you would like more from Bex you can go to their Ko-Fi that's ko-fi.com forward slash Starling Dust where you can purchase prints and stickers directly. They have also just launched a membership program on Ko-Fi where you can support them on a monthly ongoing basis in exchange for cool merch, such as unique vinyl stickers and bookmarks delivered on a monthly basis. You can see behind the scenes and you can just generally support a wonderful artist and superb human being. So that's ko-fi.com forward slash Starlingdust. And if you would like more from Helen, then join the flipping queue, mate. Tomorrow, Thursday, we are going on a little podcast pal's holiday. And by holiday, I mean we're camping at one of our parents' houses. (laughs) But we are going to be together and I'm going to get three full days of Helen Helen I'm coming for you Helen we're gonna hang out we're gonna hang out non-stop Helen it's gonna be a me and you Helen and the two others but it's gonna be mostly me and you I'm gonna stare into your eyeballs for the whole weekend our next episode will be out on Wednesday the 16th of August and that will be the first part of our one shot of Sail the Ocean's Queer Yes, that's it. We are indeed back on the gay. The easygoing gay. Until then, never take strangers' hands and fuck fascists. Bye-bye.
3: But I think that's fine. That's what I was trying to say is that in a two-player game, it should be more just we vibe true
0: true vibes. it's just so long as Strawberry someone's remembering uh, don't you fucking start <laughs> i turned claps cap lo- i turned caps lock on by throwing that at my computer um what did you do we escaped from a the monster
2: found we phoned kevin we saw some chanting on a beach we did some bird watching. We made it through to morning and we decided that we had to go once and for all and find out what's going
1: on and where it's happening. You describe much of that with the excitement of a child who has been to school and doesn't want to tell their parents what they've done, but will have to because, evertheless, it's going
2: to be mad. <laughs> I'm concentrating, okay? I'm drawing. <laughs>
3: all right, all right. I'm, oh, just, I'm, I'm sorry. just telling you what the vibe was. Too busy all for I'm, definitely
2: drawing. It's not just doodling, it's definitely drawing. I'm just telling you what
1: the strawberry
2: vibe was. Fuck you and your strawberry vibes. Yes, I've gotten Yes, yes
3: I've now got everyone's novel. told Helen to fuck off.
1: It's a trifecta. Yes. Oh yeah, f- fuck off, Helen. You know fuck how off. much I hate strawberries. Why would you say that to me? <laughs> I fucking love strawberries. I've, I'd eat a strawberry right now if I had one in my mouth. Because you're a wrong little freak. Why don't you
3: fucking marry a strawberry, you strawberry-vibing bitch?
1: <laughs> because, as we've previously mentioned, polygamy is, is illegal in the UK. Otherwise I would.
3: <laughs> marry it, then eat it.
1: Eat it, then marry it. <laughs>
3: eat it shit it out marry it whatever you want is fucking do what
1: <laughs> do what you're gonna do <laughs> helen for god's sake stop tarrying um yeah but an odd vibe today i will say an odd vibe i don't
3: think so yeah i'd say
1: this isn't oh, that is unusual normal. for us to be fair strawberry vibe one might say
3: don't you fucking dare. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm just having a jolly old day me